You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters? sisters? Welcome back, sisters. Hi, sisters. Hello. How are you? How are you? How did you celebrate the OK Sis one year anniversary? We didn't even celebrate together. I know. We should have done something major. I posted major. on Instagram. <laughs> I have to post today because we're recording this on like the exact one day. But um, we should have done something together, Maz. Well. We do things together all the we time. Know. We're already sick of each other. No, that's great. Um, for those who are new, I'm Scout. I'm Maddie. And we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast. Yeah, welcome. What's up? What's up? Um, okay, so I have some justice to serve. You know what? I actually do too. Oh. Can I go first? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I want to deeply apologize to our listeners and to all Taylor Swift fans. I am not a fan of her music, but I think that she is an incredible woman and has reached pinnacle levels of success and gives back, which we have now been notified that she's very charitable and it is unsisterly like to to bash on another woman and I formally or I officially wish Taylor Swift all of the success in the world. I am rooting for her. I will follow her on Instagram now. And um, I just feel badly that I've, that I've talked so much shit on her and, and I just don't think that's appropriate. Okay. So where did this revelation come from? While we were watching the VMAs, I had this revelation. Was it because she has, uh, roped in the transgender community. No, it has nothing okay. to do with that. Interesting. So what I, has it? Does it have to do with? Uh, you know what? I just saw her level of success. No, I was thinking about it, and I was like, we just had this whole episode where we addressed one of our haters, and when you have a hater, people say it's because they're jealous of that person's success. And so I started thinking to myself, I was like, am I just jealous of Taylor Swift's success? <laughs> 
and, and then I was like, and then I was like, I don't want to be a hater. That's not something I want to be. Why am I expending so much energy being a hater? And um, I've really come to my senses, and I will never speak ill of her or another woman like that again. Wow. Okay. This is very self-aware of you. I Thank love you. the progress and the self-improvement you have portrayed. Um, I too would like to retract <laughs> <laughs> all of my Taylor Swift <laughs> hatred. So. As everyone knows, Taylor Swift has released a new album called Lover. Now, as I've mentioned in the past, I was a secret, I was a closeted Taylor Swift fan when Reputation came out. I think it was the most incredible album. I listened to those songs on repeat and I kind of understood what makes people obsessed with her and what makes people coming back, okay? She is a very skilled songwriter and a pop artist. She knows how to make bops that fucking stay in your head and they drill into your psyche. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Lover comes out and I'm like, you know what? I loved Reputation. I know I've been historically Taylor Swift hater, which is just, again, very, you know, yeah. Why do we want to expend that type of energy into the world? So I listened to Lover. I have not stopped listening to Lover. Yeah, I'm aware. I think since it came out, this album is spectacular. You know what I think we need to do? Spectacular. Wait, I have so many more thoughts about this. She is just, I mean, okay, so these songs, I have a few that are my number, like I have been listening to them on repeat. I can't express how much they have just kind of washed into my entire being. So everyone, please go check out, and I'm sure you already have, I Forgot That You Existed. Sounds like a Justin Bieber song. The bop is amazing. It. I'm going to be dancing to it at the clubs, the non-existent clubs that I go to. Yeah, I was like, when do you go um, to clubs? Cruel Summer. Just, I could see myself at a Taylor Swift concert just like headbanging and going insane. False God. Great um, saxophone usage. Incredible. Saxophone yeah. usage. You, you, it doesn't sound like a Taylor. That's the thing. It doesn't sound like a quote unquote Taylor Swift song. Like it's very, it's great. Death by a Thousand Cuts, just very catchy. And I think he knows. There's this one part just like, oh, I'm not going to okay, say Don't it do it. Sorry. Okay. But you're just, you're walking down the street. You're listening to these songs. And you're, you're just feeling good. I'm sorry. You're feeling good. Okay. And it's all relatable. That's the thing. Now I understand what people were saying. We're like, I listened to these songs when, when I was going through a breakup, da, 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 and I feel so related to her. And I never really got that until this song, I for- forgot that you existed, hit me like a ton of bricks. I am just so here for it. Okay, I have one more thing. Tell me how you really sorry, feel. Okay. okay, so I have one more one more <laughs> point to make before you uh, start talking again. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So I think. I think I want to clarify what our issue was with her in the past. Um, Taylor Swift is, and, and this is a common critique of her. This is not just something I'm saying. Like, she's not at the forefront. She's not a performer, okay? She's not, you know, that skilled of a dancer. She's not that, she's not a performer, you know? She tries, I think, to, to create the spectacle and um, recreate kind of what the magic that Beyonce has, has developed and I think that is where my issue lies is that people were comparing her her fanhood and her fame to Beyonce, which I just think Beyonce is a 
on another on another planet than any of us mortals. Than any person. She is immortal, and she has transcended any type of human talent and ability. So yes. I just, I cannot get, I cannot stand behind the comparisons between Taylor and Beyonce. That is where I was a little I have weary. to say, one thing that I've always supported her in is the amount of men that she dates. I have never been like... Why the fuck is she dating that many guys? Yeah. You know, slut shaming her. I yeah. I have always rooted her on for dating that many men. So you need to listen to the song called "The Man," which is essentially her like feminine manifesto and or sorry, feminist manifesto. And she, I mean, it's a pretty basic line of reasoning. Um, it's just like if I were a man, then you guys weren't, you wouldn't be slut shaming me. Yeah, like I hope such. she had sex with all those hot guys. Uh, she hundred percent did. I mean, good for her. But yeah, so you should listen to because it, it, she essentially touches on that. Saying okay, like, cool. You wouldn't be t- saying this if I was. So I think to really put our money where our mouth is, I think that to really make up for this horrific situation that we're in, I think that we should go to a Taylor Swift concert together. Okay, so I've been thinking about this. Um, and we will show up in full gear. What is the full gear? Not sure. I'll I'm figure not, it I'm out. I'm not buying merch. I'm sorry. Okay. The fine. only merch I'll buy is Kanye because he okay. makes like actually like fashionable. Okay. Pieces. We won't buy merch, but we will be there. Okay. So I was going to secretly go to Reputation Tour and not tell anyone because I was, you know, I have a, I have a, a an image to uphold. No, I'm joking. Now my image this is the thing. My image is now evolving and I'm Taylor Swift is now my brand. I'm sorry. No, I love it. And it was not my brand and I felt like I had this really like a, a tension within me because I was I was this teeny bopper pop obsessor and then I was this Taylor Swift hater and now I am just mitigating both of these weird connotations and I'm becoming a Taylor Swift stand. You know what? We're always evolving. We're always learning. Always we learning. always, you know, what's like, what's the word when you fix your mistake or something? <laughs> Whatever. We're doing that. We're owning up to where we owning fell short. In, yes. You know, we fell short in some areas. Yeah. We, we really let down is. womanhood in general. Yeah, we, le- yeah. we are, we are evolving. We, we are, are evolving. This is, this is a huge step. This in is our, a very large step. It's a huge step in our brand. Okay, are yes. we going to post like, we love Taylor Swift on our Instagram stories? I think we should. I've already been posting me like singing along to all of her songs on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I will attend the lover tour with okay me. sounds good I, I mean how much are tickets like are they like over 250 so just so you know she actually just came out and said that she has no intention of going on tour anytime soon mm-hmm. because she doesn't want her life to be album tour album tour and she just finished the reputation stadium tour so i don't think we're going to be seeing a lover tour for maybe another year well, um, we will wait we will wait this is the this is the bad part it's going to be another stadium tour because like she, and once you do stadium tour, you got to do stadium tour every so time. So we have to go to the Rose Bowl. I don't know if I can do I that. I can't do it. I'm sorry. We, no, the only we way I'm going. We couldn't even do it for Beyonce. The only reason I will go there is if our stepdad drives us there and back. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Getting to any car, any visible car there. No, we will buy a parking pass and oh, park yeah, yes. in the parking lot. I don't give a shit how much money it is. Yeah. I will never frequent never. that place again never. if I do not have a car waiting for me in that parking lot. Yeah, never. If, and, for and, those and, that don't know, Mads and I went to the Beyonce concert and literally got stranded until four in the morning in Pasadena, and and, there, and our, our phones were and, like about to die. And we literally there were no Ubers the available. Most, the most serendipitous moment: a tax 
taxi cab in the middle of Pasadena just showed up and we and we ran. We hounded him. We were like, "Please take us home. We probably like, we'll pay you whatever." We paid them like eighty five bucks. I don't care. We were we were gonna sleep on the streets of Pasadena because our, and then right as we got into the cab, both of our phones died. But yeah, it was wow. Oh my what god, a, it was. Just, we were gonna be homeless for that night, and our mom wasn't in town. I mean, really, no one could save us. Yeah. <laughs> stranded in Pasadena. I was going to sleep in an abandoned gas station. Oh, my God. Anyways, okay, so, Taylor. We love you. If you want to come on the pod, you know we're so down. Oh, God. Not that she listens to us, but, like, if she does. And not that she would ever come on our podcast. We're so self-righteous. So, Taylor, like, if you want to come on the pod, um, amazing. You never know. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Oi. Oh, boy. You know what? I've been dreaming. Of getting another facial massage. Yeah. Since I got this facial massage. Yeah. So we interviewed Karina, who is the founder of Skin Gym and Skin Camp. And we went to go get facials. Which we talk about on this episode. At Skin Camp. Um, It's the whole premise of her company and of the uh, facialist, like the service part of her of her company is all facial massage and lymphatic drainage, which, yes, buzzwords but if you're looking to lose some pounds in your cheeks Mm -hmm. uh this is your place you want a deep puff and we're always puffy we are constantly like why is my face always so goddamn puffy i know i look like i'm just like a a (laughs) doughboy doughboy oh god anyways but she was so so gracious and so um i think this is this is she tapped into this trend before it was a trend. I totally. Think, I think she sparked it, really. I think Skin Gym with their really cute little jade rollers, they were accessible. You know, she sells them at Urban Outfitters and these places, whereas other facial tools have been, you know, historically very expensive and just not not um, accessible to the common person as we yeah. are. So she really put it into into the culture and Everyone should go visit Skin Camp. It's in L.A. on thir- Sorry, no, on Beverly. And, yeah, if you do it before an event, you're going to look 30 pounds lighter. Yeah, I wish Scout I did it before like, my wedding. Scout got up and she was like, oh, my God, I'm a different person. I'm like, am I beautiful? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like that Amy Schumer joke where she's like, am I gorgeous? I know, that's where I got it from. Um, also, I'm still waiting for that chemical peel to come out. So hit your girl up when it does. Yeah, Karina, please. Karina, like seriously, I dream about that chemical I peel. Know. So the minute that comes out, I want it on pre-order. Yes. All right. Well, enjoy, sisters, and we'll see you next week. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. 
Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Karina Solzer, the founder of Skin Gym and Skin Camp, comes from a lineage of estheticians. Even though she was not an esthetician herself, Karina loves everything beauty, working in beauty and advertising before venturing out on her own to launch her brands. Without further ado, Karina. Hi. Karina! Welcome to OK Sis. Thank you guys for having me tonight. Oh my, oh my God. God. Thank you for coming. So here's the deal. I thought that I had to diet to lose weight in my face. No, I don't. <laughs> I just need to get a facial drainage massage situation. I was floor. So we should give a backstory. Okay. We went. For, sorry. Which is what I was trying to do. Sorry. Thank you, sorry. Sorry. So we went to skin camp uh, last night and got the sculpt mm-hmm. 30 minutes of just intense lymphatic drainage. And Scout gets out of her chair, and she literally looked at herself, and she she couldn't recognize herself. She <laughs> was thirty pounds lighter. Like it was. And then I was so like, "Where was were invisible. you before my wedding?" <laughs> yeah, you were like, "God damn it! I should have done this before my wedding." Oh my god! I guess we both kind of have dabbled in um, jade rollers and facial massage, and but I don't think we've. 
obviously been had it done by a professional and it really get in there and drain everything and whoa we were puffy it was my first time yeah we were puffy yeah no it's um you know so we launched skin gym and the products and everybody was like you know like i think we, we put like the jade rollers kind of on the mass market in the u.s and then kind of everywhere in the world and then I was like, well, I want to take it to this next level. So we were originally going to do just like a pop-up in L.A. And I already had a pop-up space on 3rd Street. And then I was just like, okay, I need to be on Beverly. I Like I already knew where I wanted to be. So I kept driving down this block. Just like kept driving, like manifesting it, right? Like I want to be here. And then I was like, um, you know, because I really believed in the concept. And that back like in Ukraine, which is where I'm from, we're all about like the facial massage. And that was just not anywhere available here. And oh I have really bad TMJ, and it's as much as it's really great to, you know, we have the tools, you can do it at home, but it's, you take it to the next level when you have a professional doing it, you know? Totally. And yeah, the sculpt's actually our number too. one, um, our number one facial workout, mm-hmm. and people come in, like, once a week, because, you know, you see results instantly. Mm-hmm. If they have somewhere to go, they'll come and get in, you know, get I a sculpt. Yeah, that's what I was saying to Scott, I'm like, you need to do this before... Every like event, event or anything. Also, like shout out to Sonia real quick. That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. That's my girl. Okay. We love Sonia. She's um, amazing. Okay, so before we get into everything Skin Gym, let's do a round of current fixations. Okay. Scout. Yeah, start? I'll start. Uh, so my current fixation this week is Zillow, the app. And I can't believe I've never talked about it before. Obsessed. As in like the house? Yes. R- hunt? Yes, okay. the house Zillow. app. Great. Um. I will just, instead of scrolling on Instagram, I'll just scroll on Zillow and I'll end up sending my husband so many different houses. I found my dream house on there, but it's $3.5 million. So I'm hoping it's for sale in like 10 years. Um, I can't stop. I love all the Did house you shows. you say you hope the house is on sale? In 10 years. I know, but just like. Like, let's hope <laughs> I can afford that like, in 10 years. I hope it's like 50% off in 10 years. No, not on sale. Like, on sale. I meant, like, oh, for, for sale. sale. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what? Like, you're knocking fuck? down their door, yeah. like, hey, 50% <laughs> off. Um, no, like, for I'm sale. Now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready now. I'm ready to purchase. It's me, Scout. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm a big, like, house TV show person. And so, TV. Yeah. Oh, my God. All the way. Yeah. So I just love looking at Zillow. My husband and I will send each other houses back and forth I've all the time. I've been doing this like for the past like few weeks, and it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so addicting. Have you guys been seeing watching tiny houses? No, see, no. I'm not into the tiny house craze. I think you want it's big, quite house. suffocating, and it just freaks me out a little bit when I see it. I don't know why. Are you into that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I've been like obsessed with like that show, Tiny Houses, and I've just been like on it. Mm. And then I've been looking at yurts into Pinga Canyon on Zillow. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's amazing (laughs) um my new thing and i think we mentioned this on a previous podcast was i have been loving scott disick's new house like disick yes (laughs) because i just i'm one i'm a huge scott disick stan i'm obsessed with him and his personality and i just i didn't know that that this was a passion of his and it's his personality on this show is just absurd and it's amazing it's so interesting like all these different shows anything yeah. real estate like interior design i'm all about that oh yeah i'm big on the fixer-upper the the Gaines family oh my god give me joanna and chip Gaines all day i want to be in their family i want them to adopt me don't they have a, don't they have a line of target by now uh, they probably do. They have a whole Magnolia. They're actually Magnolia. They, yeah. They, yeah. They're actually so they left HGTV Fixer Upper. They canceled the show, and I was so bummed because it was one of their top whatever shows. And then they just announced on Instagram that they're starting their own network. 
Oh, damn. Oh, wow. Oh, they're, I mean, they're, no, yeah, they're, they're huge. huge. They're yeah, huge. Yeah. No, they need to. So um, I'm waiting patiently. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, okay, my current fixation. It's a little more basic, but this is where I'm at. Meme culture. I... Eye roll. Literally scout in her fucking eye roll. So I have just... <laughs> <laughs> become a memester essentially my a sister memester. is a memester i am a memester i got an app i think it's called like me mac dick or whatever i pay for it so Did that you i say me mac me it sounded like you said me mac dick oh yeah. me is that what you heard i heard <laughs> dick i was like me well, mac a dick me mac a dick. dick this app is called me mac a dick and <laughs> i have no idea what it's called and it's just like one of those ones on on apple that i have paid for because I want the watermark to go away and I have been I've been thinking in memes lately like it's it's such a like thought <laughs> experiment like to, to create them yourself like it it is actually very challenging and it kind of massages my brain I'm like what are the I'll see a like a, a gif or something and be like okay so like what is a moment where like I have this behavior or I have this reaction and then you have to like think about your your human emotions and I am obsessed it's, it's out of culture control. was so uh, therapy inducing. It is therapy, but it's just, it's so light. It's playful. The, the sole purpose is for humor and it's such digestible content. It's a whole new way of creating content. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, you it's sound a new like uh, Ali who's here, who does our oh. marketing. She, she lives by memes. Like every day in the office, yeah. all I look at is just memes. Yeah. Always. <laughs> oh, <and laughs> literally she's memeing. She's memeing. She's, she's, memeing. she's creating her own memes. Oh my God. Look, it's like. It's a craze. It's so amazing. I know. I'm just, I'm now, dip, I'm so late to the game, but I am like What are those obsessed. memes, the ones where like the hyaluronic acid, serum, this, that, I mean, so everybody. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Including so like, us. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to get on that. I love, yeah, I'm now starting to get into the ones where you put like a caption or not a caption, but you put words over certain people. Yeah. So I did the like Northwest one where she's waving and it was like ashwagandha and I'm like me waving goodbye to my brain fog. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I am so in it. I am so in it. And I think I'm like a little too niche sometimes, which I'm like kind of scared because I don't think people understand <laughs> some of them. But they I'm just watching me, this as a bystander. You know what so I mean? Enjoy. I send her memes like five times a day. I send and I think I sent you back a text that said, you're nuts. You're nuts. You were like, the, and I was like, okay, but they were, are they funny? Like, they're really good, the ones I sent you today. Yeah. Okay. We'll post them, guys. So keep a look at, at OK Says Podcast. <laughs> Maddie <laughs> the Memester. Memes. <laughs> original like memes that. are coming your way. Okay, what's your current fixation? Um, I am obsessed with IVs right now. Okay. That's scary. No, That's no, no, quite but like, scary. Like yeah. um, hydration and, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. like just any kind of like boost, like internal boosts. I'm all about like, you know, from the inside out right now. Damn. We have something so really cool coming uh, in the next couple of months to West Hollywood. So, yeah. So, wait, I have a question. I've always wondered about this IV situation. Like, when you get an IV, does it feel like you're on Adderall? Because I just imagine this, like, rush of, like, woo! You know no, what I mean? you just feel refreshed. Depends on what you're getting. Like, depends on what your body is deficient in. Like, what kind of vitamins you're missing and whatnot. Just kind of like a refuel. You know, like when you go to the gas station and you're, you just like pump your car or whatever, unless you're driving an electrical car, so... Um, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. Just like a refuel. So which one do you like to do? I like to do the vitamin boost. Mm. Yeah, just like a bunch of vitamins, like a multivitamin cocktail. And yeah. Just do you do it when you're hungover? Because yeah. I know people do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Really I, I, there's like a service where they come to your bed, which yeah. like, I mean, that's... 
that's premium. Yeah. That's a premium. In Vegas, service. you know, like when you're in Vegas and you're just like dying. The yeah, next you're just day. like. <laughs> I know it's oh like the best God. pick me up. Amazing. Interesting. I'm so afraid to try it. I don't know why. See, this is why we have something fun coming. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So Stay good. Tra- good transition. Okay. So I didn't <laughs> know that you were from the Ukraine. So talk to us a little bit about. I guess I wanted to know why you got into facial massage, but it seems like you grew up with this practice and you just didn't find it here, yeah. which is why you kind of created yeah, it. Yeah, and, you know, like my grandmother and my mom, they were all both estheticians, and I kind of steered away from that whole world and went into business. But, um, yeah, I just – and I, ov- I love facial massage. So I suffer from really bad TMJ, so my jaw is um, misaligned and I have, like, a overjet – and so I, I would like just go to uh, you know get facials here, and they're just all about like extractions and this and that. And so it's like you know you're paying like two hundred dollars for a facial, and like my whole thing was like I need a massage in my face, and I'm all about lymphatic drainage and kind of like the natural practice of that. And there was just nowhere I can find it here. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about what exactly is lymphatic drainage and why is it important? Why should people be doing it? Yeah, because it's a really big buzzword right now. Like I see all these bloggers getting lymphatic drainage massages. And to be honest, I was like, really? Like, did you really lose that much weight in your face from that? And then I saw that it happened to me. <laughs> and, um, then she, and then Scout lived it. And then I'm now addicted. Um, but yeah, talk a little bit about what it what it is, what it means for those yeah, that don't know. Yeah, so I mean, like, for example, like the gua sha, it's all about moving the lymphatic. So you, ha- you, you, you store a lot of uh, fats in your lymphatic system. And so it's all about clearing it out and like getting everything moving along, getting the blood circulation going. And, you know, I think that we don't do that. Like we get caught up in our day. And so you really need to sit down and like do a little facial massage and to kind of drain your lymphs. And so that's but why, why I think do you need to drain them. It's for the, you know, t- for the um, just for the overall health of your body mm. and your system and for your immune system. This sounds really crazy. But where does the drainage go? It, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it drip down. Yeah. It's it just wild. Kind of, you move it along. It just goes through your body. Huh? Yeah. Cause over here, I don't know, like, like for me, they're all stored like right here. So when I do like my gua sha, I just drain down. So can you talk about what a gua sha is? Yeah. So it's those little tools that you see all over our Instagram. <laughs> um, you know, they come from the ancient uh, Chinese culture and and they've been, you know, popular for so many years, but nobody really knows how to use them. And um, we, you know, with Skin Gem, which is our retail brand, we sell a ton of gua sha. And people come in, they're like, "How do I use this?" So I think also, um, you know, it's really important when we, when we do the educational component at Skin Camp, like people can come in and we train them how to use it. So it's j- you know, it's a tool to really, c- uh, you know, to you, you that you use for the lymphatic drainage for the overall facial massage. Um, you can use it all over your body. We have all kinds of shapes and sizes, depending on like what people are more comfortable with. I'm more comfortable with the ones with the curve because it's just easier for me, like to go contour along my jaw to get into the TMJ to kind of the hard areas. Um, but yeah, it's just you know another tool that you use f- to accentuate the self ritual or the self care ritual. Yeah. So. I feel like Skin Gym has put jade rollers and facial ma- facial massage tools kind of on the map. You guys are everywhere. I think you I think you spearheaded this like revolution and I don't know if it's I mean it's definitely not just because you have the cutest products and they <laughs> look very very pretty on your on your nightstand but um 
how did you guys introduce these products? Like, how did you, how were you able to get into the mainstream and and shift the behavior of, of people and kind of get them excited about yeah. this type of massage? I, th- I think that, you know, there's, before. I'm not saying, like, you know, we're the n- number one or whatever, but before us, there was all these, like, really expensive tools. For example, like, these $300 microcurrent, you know, tools, which are great as well, but there was nothing that was affordable that you can really create kind of a facial massage experience from the comfort of your own home. Like, you know, what tool would you use if you're, like, making under $100,000 and you really want to, you know, create kind of, like, a nice experience, spa-like experience, and you can't afford to go to a spa all the time? This really, you know, we wanted to create tools that people can use no matter who they are. And I think that translated from all different retailers because our retailers are from Erewhon to Bergdorf Goodman. So, you know, everybody was looking, I guess, for that same exact thing and was relatable. So, can you talk to us about what what goes into making a, a jade roller effective? Like, what are the materials? Because I know there's, like, quartz and what what have you. So, like, and what goes what, into What's that? the best way to use them? Because I don't use one, and now I'm highly concerned. I mean, I am going to use one. Yeah. Um, so, what's the best way to, to put them in the fridge? How many times a week? All that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, we have all kinds of different stones. So, we have, like, the jade, the rose quartz, the black obsidian. It all just um, depends on what the person, kind of the metaphysical aspects of the stone. You know, it's what's, uh, for me, I go more towards, like, the rose quartz. Some people are like, oh, like, I like the jade, and I'll at night I'll use, like, the black obsidian. So it really just depends on what crystal you are kind of attracted to. Um, I always say, like, there's not really a wrong way to use it. It's always upwards and outwards, because you never want, you want to, like, lift up in a way. See, than, like, I was going to go down. down. Yeah. I was going to go down. That yeah. was my initial <laughs> um, instinct. And then it just feels, so putting it in the fridge for a few minutes before use is really great to um, accentuate the depuffing of the, mm-hmm. you know, of the facial massage and just feels really nice. You're like, oh, like, I don't even know if it does anything, but it feels really good. And, you know, I do feel like I'm glowing afterwards. And at the end of the day, just it's it's a really nice tool to um, make people feel good. That's, I think that th- it's the, it's a, the ultimate goal for us it's create tools to make women feel really good about themselves i love that i love that and then okay so before i forget when i was there they did this chemical peel situation that you do not sell yeah what do i have to do to get it um so we just launched our skin camp uh skincare products so um we're selling some products in store only exclusively i know we saw they're beautiful thank you but Um, when is that chemical peel coming i know the scout was like harassing like, I will get it. I she was like, can I just have somehow. one in, like, a little baggie to take? <laughs> yeah. You should have called me. I would have given I you the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> my God. Don't tell me that. That was unbelievable. I need it. I need it. Are you going to sell it eventually? Or? Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. We're going to go. Um, Skin Camp is growing, and we're really, you know, we have big plans for the brand. Um, we're just taking it, like, one step at a time. And, yeah, that, that chemical peel is definitely coming out. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll be your first customer. I'm going to pre-order that <laughs> shit. I love and it. everyone's like, when is this coming out? When is this coming out? I'm like, just slow down. Just slow down. <laughs> we're going to we're get to you. Um, so talk to us about so – okay, so what, what products do you have on Skin Gym right now? Because I know the, the jade rollers, but – Gua Sha, like yeah. what other tools that do we not know about? Yeah, so um, that new little vibrating uh, rose quartz roller just oh busted yeah. out. Um, that's coming out soon. We have a bunch of new products. It's really kind of, so Skin Camp provides us the ability to kind of test and learn or learn from what 
like hey uh, like i want to like i need this kind of tool like i have really bad like blackheads like and there's not an- anything out there so we're actually coming out with like a really cool kind of blackhead tool oh and my God. we also we need that <laughs> we, we are suffer. we suffer we from chronic suffer. blackheads yeah. like chronic. literally yeah. we'll get a facial and the blackheads will be gone but then we walk outside and then two hours heads. later oh hello there yeah. oh. i don't know if you guys saw the little ultrasonic uh scrubber that was used yesterday and if they use it on oh you guys yeah that's what we're coming out with so oh, we, we have that. a bunch of new products it's really kind of um always innovating and creating new cool products that like you know people want and want to use and feel good about using let's talk about the branding a little bit because the branding is so impeccable and beautiful and everything yeah everything down from the store to the retail space to the actual products itself everything ties in really well what was the inspiration behind that and how did you come up with this brand um just literally standing in my bathroom um looking in the mirror i was like oh my god (laughs) Um, so I was doing, uh, advertising and beauty, um, and yeah, I just, I love pink. <laughs> I, I love Barbie. <laughs> it's very yeah, pink. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Um, you know, my first, uh, the first store I ever sold to was Erewhon. And uh, Rebecca. We know it well. Yeah. We oh were just there. Right. Just we're had like a $50 smoothie there. Yeah. yeah you know, I think we we've been there four times this week. So we just uh, we just became members. So oh we yeah. The $200 for 10% off. Yeah. We I don't even know if it's 10% off. We I'm don't a little know. confused. On some items. Yeah. Yeah. We don't <laughs> Nothing know. Nothing I purchase is 10% off. Yeah, Let's put it that we way. Don't know. We don't know what we're getting. No, we this. don't know. We don't but know. But we are members and we've reached peak LA. Yes. So that is, that's our. I love everyone. It's really awesome. Um. That's amazing. I didn't know that you guys saw there. Yeah. Is it in the little cute face aisle? Yeah. Got yeah. It. So um, we really kind of, you know, the whole, it was really to stand out. When you go to a store and you see all these products, especially in the skincare industry, like how do you stand out from the rest? And that's why Skin Gym is really, we have one niche. We're not focused on skincare at Skin Gym whatsoever. We don't have skincare products at Skin Gym. We're really focused on facial massage. We want to do it well, and we want you know we want to be the go-to for any woman from 18 from or teen to you know in elderly women to be like okay like if I have any kind of skincare concern if I need any kind of beauty beauty or gadget device beauty device I'm gonna go to Skin Gem. If I want to you know have a professional look at my skin or have um, a facial and whatnot I'm gonna go to Skin Camp. So Skin Camp was kind of your solution to skincare products and to diving into that space. Yep. So let's talk about that. Is there only one location in LA? Or yeah. is there one in or so we're currently it? in LA um, with that one permanent location on Beverly. Um, and uh, we are expanding. We're just trying to find the right markets. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing pop-ups across our retailers. For example, we just did, um, well, just got back from Sephora, Australia. Uh, we did a little. Oh, that's up. cool. Yeah, that was really fun. Um, we just launched with them uh, in June. Wow. So yeah, congrats. Thank that's you. That's huge. Yeah. So we're really kind of t- you know we just also did like a pop up at Gallery Lafayette in France and um, launched with Sephora f- Europe in March. Um, so we're really like popping up everywhere. Um, in the U.S., uh, we're kind of doing little pop ups in Nordstroms here and there. Just kind of feeling it out. I think there's no reason to rush. Like some people like, you know, we have our competitors and whatnot and they're just like opening like here, here, here. We're just going to oversaturate like, you know, um, no, we just want to do it right. We want to do it really good and like having the right team 
Um, so we're just in the process of like building out the team and um, yeah. That's let's, a really let's smart realization. Taking it slow because yeah. w- uh, I mean we haven't taken any outside investments. Um, we're just doing it like there's like ten girls and some boys, but. <laughs> Wait, I want to talk about that because that's such an interesting point for a business owner to make that because sometimes in business and I definitely fall victim to this is that I want to grow quickly and I want to grow fast. And my dad's always texting me. He's like, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. And that's something I need to work on. But as a businesswoman, that's a really good insight to give other people looking to start their own business that sometimes slow and steady does win the race and building a solid foundation before growing too quickly can really benefit your business yeah because you know nowadays and are not you know i'm gonna use the buzzword millennials but you know all you see look you look open up crunch base and it's like they just raised 115 million they just raised 35 million you're just like sitting there you're like oh my god what am i doing you know like i have like this little business and um yeah i think like you know old school ways it's like just grow slow and steady like our parents you know when they had a business not everybody here it's like silicon valley or you know everybody just raising money left and right and then like then you know in a year you won't see any of anybody like companies barely survive nowadays because they're raising so much money and they're spending it you know quicker they they can they can see so i think they just become a fad yeah it's then it's just like money is not even like Nobody knows yeah. the worth of a dollar anymore. Yeah. And, and it's not I an indicator of your business's correct. success. Correct. Right. Yeah. And I I don't know, I've I've struggled with this notion and as you were just saying, the the obsession with raising so much money and even taking outside capital. Like if you don't have to do it, it's become a don't. stamp of yeah, approval exactly. for some reason. And if you don't have to do it, why would you want to? I would never want to take sell part investment. of your company. Like it's never. like it's insane. I I remember I was listening to this one podcast and this and this uh, big VC person was talking and she said, "Listen, taking investment is like chopping off one of your fingers. Yes, like or you your arm, or your arm. Yeah, your yeah. your arm. Like it is. You are selling part of your baby of your creation. Yeah. And so it's really strange that we have been." Um, like conditioned to be obsessed with that number of raising capital and ra- and it's like this stamp of approval and it's like oh my god you're legit but no it's it's not only it that be the worth of your company not only that then you have to um you have to show them paperwork yeah, you have, you have to like that money you going to, yeah. you have to report <laughs> to somebody at that point and what's the point of being an entrepreneur if you got to report to all these people yeah and then on top of that i mean i think it's so impressive when someone can build a company without outside investments like sophia amoroso took no outside investments for the nasty gal yeah oh for, no, for nasty yeah. gal she took no investments she 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 built that company with she she did raise though uh, very late very late yeah but she got she got to a certain evaluation that was crazy without investments yeah Yeah. which is so impressive sometimes you know there's you know there's nothing bad to raise money at all of course if if you you do it right yeah yeah. um because sometimes like you need need it for growth you know like you need like there's some some companies are raising money and they're they're strategically like growing and so whatnot but I don't know. Just for us, it was, you know, yeah. we started really small and I just, I like to go slow and if it makes sense later on, I'm not opposed to it, but I like to know like where every dollar's going. I like to, you know, go small and then go big or grow, yeah, grow slow. Yeah, you want that control. But then and you I look at like uh, my competitors and everybody's just raising money and everybody, you know, um, I was at this thing for Goldman Sachs. It was a female uh, founder um, convention or whatnot at Peninsula and I was talking to this board member from a very, very big company, and I was like, 
you know, I'm like, I haven't raised anything yet. And, da, da, da. and she's like, well, you're crazy because you need to raise right now. Like, you have to raise. Oh. I was like, oh, wow. my goodness. I was like, I have, to <laughs> I have to, like, leave with an investor by the time I leave here. No, um, you know, everybody just has a different way of thinking. That everybody thinks, like, okay, like, she has this company. Like, you got to jump on it before your competitors do. But I'm like, no, but my competitors can just, like, grow really fast and really big and then fail or whatnot. I like mm. to grow, sm- you know, grow slow. So yeah, this I is love that. Yeah, this is a really illuminating perspective. I think a lot of people don't have this perspective. And, um we are so obsessed with immediacy yep. and being recognized and gaining su- instant quote gratification. Unquote, yeah. Quote unquote success tomorrow. Like it's, it is about that. And that's, r- I wonder if it's, did you grow up in the Ukraine? Um, or until I was seven. Okay. okay. <laughs> but you have those ideas. I don't know. Maybe it's I like I have an old school mindset. Culture, yeah. Do yeah. you think that that culture impacted you? Cause that, that's just like not an American way. I feel like of, of, of doing viewing. business well, it's and not viewing. our generation that's, yeah. that's true yeah. i think it's in, in in our generation um i think it's just everybody's just that's i think that's what we're born to do like everybody's yeah. just raising because you have like snapchat and you have twitter and then you, of course you have glossier and you know <laughs> just like a unicorn snapchat twitter glossier i <laughs> 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 love it oh God. maddie knows a thing or two about glossier oh, yeah i'm like i'm like horny for glossier it's like it's i love just glossier. too much it's, it's just so awesome everything they i'm a slave to them like yeah. anything thing they do i'm like take my money i have (laughs) i have yet to purchase one thing from glossier i purchased something for you i just said i have yet to purchase well i can't help if someone gives me a gift (laughs) (laughs) i love it um okay so i do want to talk about kind of what was especially with opening a skin camp now that you are directly impacting your customers you're there with them in like a service way What has been like the most gratifying, the most surprising event or thing that have, has occurred to you since that project? Yeah, you know it's so funny. Before we opened Skin Camp, everybody had t- told the idea to like I'm opening up a brick and mortar. They're like, "Are you nuts?" They're like, "Everybody's closing. Why are you opening?" I was like, "Because I'm like I really believe in connecting. I'm like I don't care if it makes money or not. I believe in connecting with our beauties and our the ladies that you know who buy our products. I think it's super important. I want to see what they think." And I think that nowadays education is a really big component and experience, experience like, hey, like you need to have a presence. If I like if I go, I don't know, like there's a lot of brands that direct, you know, direct to consumer online and whatnot. I don't know. Like I there's not a way for me to connect with them. I want to go. I want to see. I want to feel. I want to touch. I want to play. I want you to teach me about the product. I want me, you know, I want the company to teach me about what they're doing. Yeah, you're definitely old school in that way, which we love here. And so I kind of want to know about the decision to, so for anyone that hasn't been to Skin Camp, there's about four chairs that are all just, it's like a little small room and there's four chairs and everyone's out in the open. And I know that that model is obviously growing right now. There's Heyday, there's Face House, and what so what was the decision behind the layout was it to keep the cost down of the facial or was it more of like i want this to be an open experience or open experience um i think uh you know transparency is a big keyword and i think that we're just like uh, everything we do is out in the open and um yeah it's just all there was no reason to have all these hidden rooms because it was like in and out I have no time. Like, when I'm running around the city, and sometimes I just want to, like, go in and, like, get something done really fast. Like, when I go to get my nails done or whatnot. 
I just want to like run in, get in, get out. I don't need a whole experience. We're not, if you're looking for that, you know, that two hour facial, we're not the place for that. We're the in, out, get your business done. If you need extractions, we'll get them done. If you want to relax, we'll get it done. But um, yeah, it was just kind of like I had, a, before I opened, I like had an idea. I, had, I already had the layout in my head of how I wanted it to look like pink of course but um yeah just really simple accessible i have to say when i first walked in i was a little apprehensive because i i so i I live in san diego and we don't really have any of this open concept skincare situation going on in san diego yet that hasn't come down which if you want to open a location like i'll tell you exactly where (laughs) to do it so i can walk there um (laughs) and so at first i was a little apprehensive i was like this is weird like because mads and i were kind of talking while we were sitting there and i was like there's someone getting a facial should we shut up but once I got in the chair, I was so good. And yeah. now I feel as if, like, I'm already thinking about the next time I come up to LA. I was like, oh, I can just pop in real quick. Yeah. It's yeah. 15 minutes, 30 minutes, yeah. 45. Now yes. So talk to us about the menu and what you offer and the different, like, why it's so such a short amount of time. Yeah. I really wanted to keep it simple. Um, like, sometimes, like I said, I want to just pop in somewhere for, f- like, and I only have 15 minutes. Like, I wanted you know, to go somewhere where I'm like, I get like results oriented. So we're, we're all about like, when you go in for the 15 minutes, you're going to leave there glowing, lifted and sculpted. If you're going to go in um, for the 45 minutes and you have some more concerns that you're trying to, you know, target like extractions and whatnot, you're going to you give two options. And we wanted to keep it super simple because sometimes when I go in somewhere, like for example, an ice cream shop and there's like a million flavors and I'm like, oh my god what am i gonna like what am i getting what like what is yeah, this decision fatigue yeah exactly all that for me I I know. yeah i love that decision fatigue and i wanted to keep it super simple there's no need to have like the super extensive keep it super short simple and give somebody some so we just added on like two one hour um so we have a red carpet facial and a cbd chill facial which are both an hour long which is for a consumer or, you know, for her that has a little more time, just wants to chill out a little bit longer. And, um, but yeah, well, or we can have like the 15 minutes. You guys also do memberships, right? Yeah. So I remember I took one of your, your service cards that when I left and I think that's a really, can you talk about the membership option and what that entails? Yeah. So, um, the membership, so we have three different, uh, so you can come in three times for the 15 minutes, um, we have the one long hour sessions, um, and then there's another, I think it was like the two thirty minutes. And plus you get p- perks. You're invited to our any events, any master classes we're going to be doing. Um, you get discounts on Skin Gym products and along with the other products that we carry in store. Uh, but measures are great because it's all about consistency. You can't go to the gym and you get, like, you work out, you're not going to get six-pack abs. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your skincare and your facial care routine. If you have a concern like, oh, man, like, I always get clogged on my nose, like, I want to, like, get cleared up or I have really bad acne, our, um, you know, our skin skin camp counselors, as we like to call them, they really, you know, I've noticed the girls have really connected with the local people or people will come out from, like, Orange County to see them, like, once every couple of weeks. And they, they'll get memberships. And, you like, for example, like, Sonia or whoever you see, um, they become – you know, their personal kind of esthetician and they work, you know, they create a plan. We have like these little workout plan cards where it's like, this is what you need to do when you're at home. Like you should come back and see us in a couple of weeks. So it really works out. We have a big, um, about 30% of our beauties are, um, members. 
I love the metaphor to working out and to, I mean, skin gym. I it's get it. something it's that so, I need to But it's just so follow. cute. You make a little workout. You just yeah. do your little facial workout. It's great. Okay. How many times a month do you go get a facial massage? <laughs> Every, every other day, day because <laughs> I would yeah. go every day if I were oh, you. Yeah. Oh my god, I would go every day. Say every day, every other day, every. O- oh my god, we're in the wrong Luxury. business. Yeah. <laughs> because our offices are all um, upstairs. From so the oh, from yeah. the store. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think it's really important also um, that you know we. I really like enjoy being there. Right. Like yeah. I wanted to create a place, a cool place that I love to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that we really executed that well because totally. um, all my friends go there. Like sometimes I'll see like one of my friends. I'm like, wait, you didn't even tell me you were coming. She's like, I know, but like, whatever. But like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cute. So I like, always like to pop in because, I, you know, um, like I said, like I have really bad TMJ and I get really bad migraines and headaches. So it's really kind of essential for me in that component mm-hmm. where I'm like I get facial massages to kind of just relieve the stress and just kind of relax and zone out. I almost fell asleep. Yeah. It wasn't even, I didn't fall asleep. I was in this like dream state. It, it There is a de-stressing component where it's just, I mean, it's not only the contouring and the like lift, like shedding pounds off your face. There is this um, element of of calming yeah. and that I just I get obviously in a body massage, but it's something else. It was else. different. It was different. Yeah, I feel like because I I guess because we it's not we're not used to massaging these these muscles as yeah. much. Like usually when you get a body massage, it's just I think it's obviously a, a more common. So um, those muscles were just way more tense than yeah. I remember my esthetician started because I have TMJ as well, and she. Yeah, because I, I, um, I grind, your grind teeth. my teeth. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. I have no back teeth anymore. Yeah, it's terrible. So she, like, got to this part on my jaw. She was like, holy shit. <laughs> she, yeah. she could, like, feel how intense it was. And I, I don't, I don't. I don't really get like migraines uh, with it, which is uh, really fortunate. Lucky. But right <laughs> now I'm really fortunate because I grind them like really hard. But um, she was just like, you need to come every, you know, because I was thinking about getting like Botox in my jaw to relieve it. But yeah, this no, could it's be a solution. You know, we created. So the signature lift and sculpt massage that we do um, is based on kind of like how my grandmother used to massage me so she passed away a couple years ago in 2017 so this is kind of like and then right after she passed away i kind of got like that fire and i was like i'm gonna do that like i'm just gonna do this and um so that's when skin gym was born and then um so i really wanted to create something like in her memory and so utilizing kind of her um eastern european techniques and whatnot in like how we massage everybody and so each of the protocols for the facials actually include like uh, a form of the uh, massage oh, i love that it stems from yeah that that's purpose. really beautiful that's Thank really you. tender <laughs> that's really beautiful oh. okay so you mentioned you have new products coming out so like what is next for both of the brands what can you tell us yeah we have so much going on it's really um just for skin gym it's we're really growing um the the line and kind of uh our products are maturing and started you know with the crystal rollers and the gua sha now it's like you know we're kind of moving into new territory with more automatic products and um we have some really cool stuff coming out in fall for nordstrom and macy's and ulta and sephora and whatnot but um and for skin cam it's honest you know it's obviously 
growing um and yeah seeing kind of hopefully expanding to new territories we have some stuff in mind so yeah like san diego i'll see you there yeah um <laughs> well you will see me popping in all the yeah. time now yes. <laughs> so we're gonna be there all the time yeah. thank you thank so yeah, much for thank being. you guys oh tell thank everyone you. where they can find you yes. and everything um yeah find us at skin gym co or at skin camp co um and yeah I don't have Instagram, but yeah, see so you there. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. I know that is true. I was trying to find you, and I'm like, uh, am I spelling your name right? Okay, yeah. Great. No, that's good. That's yeah. yeah keep yeah. it up. Men- yeah. uh, keep mental that health, self care. Thank yeah. you guys. Um, and you can find us at at Okay Sis Podcast. Thanks, okay, ladies. Bye, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.